0: Hey, business building warrior. Welcome to another episode of Silent Sales Machine Radio. I'm your host, Jim. And today I've got one of the new coaches on our team. His name is Bruce Jewell. He's a dad who got to come home because of the Amazon business that he's built. And you know, we love seeing families doing life together under the same roof, growing incredible businesses, using the internet creatively. Every chance we get to tell one of those stories, we love to share it. And I get to hang out with cool people like this all day every day. I feel so blessed. So, a couple of things you're going to learn from Bruce today is first off, uh, he's doing the replens model. He started off before he found our community, scanning barcodes, looking for deals, kind of doing the eBay thing, the looking in the clearance aisle thing. Yeah, you could make some money doing that. That's beautiful. I'm not knocking that model at all. Love doing that. I do it myself when I'm out. But the boring model. The highly scalable model, the model you can completely outsource and turn over to people who work for you, that model of Amazon selling is called replens. Your business is reduced basically down to a shopping list and you can do the shopping if you want or you can pay someone a few dollars to do the shopping. Very simple model. It's just a matter of finding the right ASINs, the right listings on Amazon that you can sell against and then going and finding those products in stores or online. It's a very simple model to explain We love demonstrating it for you. I mentioned in today's episode at one point how you can go watch a 20-minute video that I made. It's a very simple demonstration that's very powerful, have a big impact on you when you finally see it displayed in front of you, how we find replans, how easy it can be, how they're all around you. It's free in our Facebook group. So I'll be repeating this later on today's episode as well. But if you go into our Facebook group, there's a link at silentgym.com. You get in there, there's about 70,000 of us in there. And there's this video we made right at the top of the page in the featured section. It's a little brown piece of paper with a piece of tape on it. It says 99% of all new Amazon sellers should start with replans. It's easy to find right there. Watch that 20-minute video. Demonstrates how easy this model can be. That's the model that our guest today, Bruce, is using. To He left his 90-hour-a-week job and replaced his income working 20 hours a week on Amazon. And he's able to be home now. They homeschool their little girl, his wife a former uh, public school teacher, is now doing ministry. And that's how they support their family is through their Amazon business. Isn't that incredible? I just love telling stories like this and love sharing them with you and bringing them to you. Uh, He's been a longtime listener of this podcast. And maybe that's what you're thinking too. Man, I've listened to a lot of these episodes. Well, hey, let's get you on here as a guest. Today's guest has listened to a bunch of episodes, finally jumped in, made it happen, built a beautiful business, Now he's one of our coaches and he was just a guest. Why not you? The door's wide open. All you got to do to qualify is do the work, then tell your story. We'd love to have you on the show. If you're a little nervous about appearing on camera, or maybe you don't want your last name to be known, hey, that's cool. We can do first name only. We do that from time to time. You've probably heard those episodes. People have jobs and they don't necessarily want their boss to know that they're appearing on podcasts talking about all this money they're making on the internet. That's cool. First names only is fine. But if you use the systems we teach around here, like dozens and dozens of the past podcast episodes that you've heard, if you've been listening a while, man, we'd love to tell your story and just inspire people. To my knowledge, this is the only podcast in the e-commerce universe that has that format. 95% of our episodes are interviews with our own students from our own community who are succeeding with the courses and content and strategies that we teach. I think it's pretty cool that that's what we do. And I plan to keep on doing it that way. So we'd love to have you as a guest if that's you. Okay. Well, I think I've hit uh, all the stuff I need to hit for this introduction. I really appreciate you hanging out with Mr. Bruce Jewel and I. Let's get him on the line right now. So Bruce, welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Good to have you, man. Thank you. I'm glad to be with you. It's, uh, it's kind of exciting. Yeah, it's a true pleasure getting to know you. Now, you and I had the opportunity to talk quite a bit here about you know several days ago because you're a new coach on our team. I would love for the audience to get to know the guy uh, on the other side of the microphone today. Fill us in a little bit.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I've kind of uh, always had the entrepreneurial bug, but, uh, you know, I, I started out, um, you know, with, uh, with eBay several years ago, and, uh, but I never really did a whole lot with it. And then, um, you know, only a couple of years ago, I started with, uh, with Amazon, I saw some, some, some really good stuff happen and it started to take off. And so I got more intrigued about it. And so I wanted to learn as much as I could and, um, kind of brings me to, uh, to where I'm at today. Obviously it's, it's been successful for me. And so we just want to encourage other people, but I think initially I, I wasn't always, I didn't always want to be an entrepreneur. I would see my dad, my dad was an entrepreneur and I would see my dad come home from work. He was always really tired. I I, I promised I'm never gonna be an entrepreneur. I'm never gonna have my own business. And But I think that sometimes it's in our blood. And so it, it just happened that way. So, uh, so, yeah. So you
0: kind of saw the the not so pretty side of it. You know, it pulled your dad away more than you guys all wanted him to be away. And right. uh, so you kind of determined that you didn't want that but it sounds like you kind of figured out, Hey, I can, I can do it a different way.
1: That's right. Yeah. I I mean, you know, that, that, uh, his business model, it was like super hard work and I've done that my entire life too. Just, you know, really long hours and really hard work. But I realized, uh, you know, when I, I got old enough that, um, okay. So I think I like the freedom that comes with being an entrepreneur, but I think I need to do it a different way. And so, uh, yeah. And I was always intrigued by learning to do something on the internet. And I tried lots of stuff and nothing ever seemed to work until, you know, I, I started doing the eBay and that worked a little bit. And then, um, then I found out about Amazon, which to be honest, I didn't even believe that was true. Um, when I first heard about Amazon, I was like, wait, what? You, you actually sell stuff. You don't just buy from Amazon. And I think that was a big misconception with a lot of people and still is. People just think, hey, I just go to Amazon and buy stuff. They have no idea that they're buying it from me. So uh, that was kind of cool to find out and see that that's actually true.
0: Yeah, that is quite a revelation for many people, I think, still to this day. It's kind of the advantage we have as Amazon sellers is people think that they're just buying from Amazon. And so we get the benefit of Amazon's reputation and speed and shopping experience. People don't even realize that they're actually buying from third-party sellers a lot of times. So it right. is a, it is a revelation. So what's your routine look like now? I mean, maybe take us through, you know, you and I talked at length, like I said, and it was a fantastic conversation, but, you know, for the sake of keeping this podcast less than the, I think what we talked for two and a half hours or something, right. it was, <laughs> it was, a was long great, time, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, take me through like some of the hardest parts of entrepreneurship before Amazon and contrast that to like what you're doing now with your e-commerce business, like compare those two worlds. It's, it's a pretty stark contrast if you can dig back into some of those memories.
1: Yeah, it is. So um, prior to my marriage, I had what I thought was, you know, a pretty successful business and it was for quite some time and then the market crashed in 08 09 and, and uh then I was kind of uh, you know, forced to to make a decision. Well, I at that time I made the wrong decision. I'm like I'm going to I'm going to stay into this thing. I I actually was uh was in Manufactured paintball products. That sounds crazy, but we did really well doing that. And, and uh, because I like the freedom of having my own business, I had several employees. Tried to kind of carry those employees for a while through that crisis of 08, 09. and um, it just didn't work. So I had to actually uh, go out, and my wife would say, "Get a real job." And so, uh, so we uh, we did that for a while. And um, as I as I kind of look back on What I did before and what I'm doing now, I feel like in any entrepreneurial adventure that I took, I always jumped in headfirst and never really kind of stood back and looked at it from a perspective of, should I do this? Should I not do this? I just kind of always jumped in and that always kind of got me in trouble. So I made a lot of off-the-cuff decisions in business. I've had several. I had a paintball manufacturing business. I had a car stereo shop. I painted cars, custom cars for a while. And all of those models and businesses that I had, I was always kind of uh, fly by the seat of my pants. You know, I made decisions based on whatever I felt that day. And that wasn't necessarily the right choice. And so um, when um, I had to, you know, stop all that and get a real job, I realized that uh, even the difficulties owning my own business, the real job that I had, which, you know, props to everybody because I was able to see that. And I did that for like five years, but I worked like 90 hours a week to make ends meet. And that was, was really hard on my family. So I, I always had that in my heart to go back into some type of business, but I, I knew that if I, I was going to do that, I needed to do it the right way this time. And so that's kind of uh, what, um, uh, kind of catapulted me into Amazon and the way I'm doing it now. So it's kind of systematic now. I'm trying to make systems with things.
0: Yeah. Well, I I think it's always good to have that perspective. I I heard some advice. I'm remembering it right now. I think I know who it was, but it's not important really. That said, even the most successful of entrepreneurs shouldn't just hand the business and and the roles of the business to their kids because they won't appreciate what it Truly takes to get out there and just grind and fail and work a 90 hour week to barely make ends meet. I mean, that's the experience that a lot of people have. That's the reality of how the world works for a lot of people. So, to have something to contrast it with, you'll be so much more grateful. Right. Just how much liberty you have and opportunity you have when you start to build an e commerce business or when you step into a business that your parents built. Right. And it's been all those hard years establishing it, you know, it's, it's, not something that you can just lecture somebody about and communicate what it feels like to be stuck at the office three hours later than you'd hoped, yet again for the ninth day in a row, with you know, your kids and wife at home disappointed, and you're just doing what it takes to keep money coming in. And that whole dynamic of, you know, the, the family dynamic of, you know, the single mom that's just working her tail off. Until you've been there and done that and worked hard to make a few dollars you don't necessarily have the perspective to really appreciate just how liberating what you and I get to do now truly is. What a cool, so gratitude, I guess, is what I'm going for, Bruce. And I know from talking to you, man, that's a big part of your vocabulary as well.
1: Yeah, I'm teaching my little girl now. She's nine years old, but even she's helping me with Amazon, she's seen both sides. So she saw me you know, 90, 100 hours a week at work and not ever home. And then I came home to do full-time Amazon. And, um, but then she thought, okay, well, dad's home. So now he doesn't have to do anything. And so I had to kind of, uh, train her to understand <laughs> yeah. that, okay, just because I'm home doesn't mean that I don't work. And so, There's lessons um, there matter of fact, you're going right. to come work with me and we're going to have fun doing it. Right. That's so. exactly what we, I teach her to make everything in life a game. And, uh, so she has a blast with me. She helps me and she earns money. And, uh, so she helps me package and she helps me prep and put labels on. and she even helps me source and she's, she's come up with some really good items. I've kind of dismissed it when we're in the store and we're looking for items. and She's like, dad, what about this? I'm like, no, not now. And then one time, you know, I was like, you know what? Let me just check that out. Well, it turned out to be a, a home run. And so now I take her with me a lot because she she's able to find <laughs> a lot of home runs. You know, it's it's that younger child demographic. You know, I, w- I
0: was walking behind... I was in a Walmart. I wasn't even looking for replins. I was in a Walmart in the potato chip aisle. And I had a couple in front of me. I can't remember if it was a couple or just a mom, but it was the mom and a younger kid, maybe a couple with a younger kid. Kid was maybe five or six years old. And you know how kids are? It's like, ooh, 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 I want that, right? That's right. So they're walking down the chip aisle and this kid's like, oh ooh, I want that. And I'm like, hmm, I looked at it too. I'm like, I've never really noticed that item before. I'm going to give it a quick look. Yep. Great replan. <laughs> it's like, yeah, what? these kids have these instincts, and uh, I scanned it. It's sitting there selling for five bucks, and it's it, as a two pack. It's like twenty three dollars on Amazon or something. You know, I'm like, hey, all right, there's five bucks a sale, seven bucks a sale, right there, sitting on the shelf. Grab a few, start selling them. It can be that simple. But I love that instinct the kids have. I love that story that your daughter's even involved in. The instincts that she's developing, man. I, I know you know this, Bruce, but just to remind everyone else this being involved in your parents' business in those little ways, you're you're instilling such incredible lessons and instincts in those kids to give them success in virtually any other area of life as they grow. Um, there's just It's kind of like living on a farm as a kid. There's a lot of lessons kind of built in. You don't even realize that you're getting. Same thing, having a, a business that's kind of run out of the house and the kids are exposed to that and they're part of it. And you learn about boundaries and turning it off at the end of the day. And thinking creatively and serving others well. And it's just, it's ingrained into your whole family's culture. So kudos to
1: That's you. That's right. Do yes. you guys homeschool?
0: Remind me. We do
1: We do homeschool. Yes. She I went to uh, a private school for a couple of years and then we just, and it's, you know, it's a great private school, but we just felt like, um, you know, she would benefit more. Um, my wife's a school teacher by trade. She works for our church now, but yeah, she does a great job. And there's a lot of life lessons. I mean, especially with the Amazon business. Like she's actually learning, you know, a a business. Um, they don't teach that in school. You can't really, uh, get the information that she's getting. So she tells me all the time, you know, you know, we'll leave a store and she'll say, dad, that person had really good customer service. And I'm like, (laughs) absolutely. Cause I'm always telling her about customer service. I'm like, we want to treat the customer good. And we want to make sure that, you know, they understand that we care about them. And so she's, uh, She's really big on customer service. She wants to own a mall one day, she tells me. So, wow.
0: Um, well, she yeah. might want to talk to the Simon brothers before she does that. Cause the last time we were right. kind of struggling.
1: <laughs> that's right. I explained that to her, but she's like, she's like, but my mall's going to be different, dad. I'm like, hey, okay, we'll, we'll talk later. That's
0: beautiful. That's right. That's, yeah, that's one of the things I did with our kids when they were younger is I would say, what's the business model of this place? And I've let them struggle with that like, business model. What do you mean, dad? I'm like, <laughs> who's making money here right and I just said him start bring like i don't know the guy at the cash register like no <laughs> yeah. it just it forced him to kind of think through you know how businesses work and noticing things like yeah that's the lessons are everywhere so yeah we're huge homeschool advocates as well of course and and uh, there's a lot of homeschool families in our community for sure a lot of homeschool advocates it just kind of all throughout this organization um, because if if you can be from if you can be at home and work at home and have that flexible schedule, it starts to make a little bit of sense, not to dive off into the cultural weeds that we're facing right now too much, but, man, I'm sure glad my kids had the best teacher imaginable, their mom.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the twenty years that I mean, we had the kids in
0: school, and we still got a few years left to go,
1: yeah, that's right. I, I think about because i I went to public school and I thought, man, you know, if, if I could have been homeschooled, you know, only if I could have been homeschooled. So, you know, there's good both ways, but yeah, we're, we're very blessed to be able to have the opportunity to do that.
0: Yeah, for sure. I appreciate you sharing, sharing that detail about how your family operates in the, the business. Well, you'd mentioned to me that you were an introvert, Bruce. Right. And we've got a lot of those right. in our group. But the, this business model is kind of forcing you to stretch out of that a little bit too, and, and often when we think and to set this question up, a lot of times when we think of e-commerce, we think of yeah, it's perfect for introverts; they can just sit behind their computer and everyone leaves them alone, and beautiful. Right. But talk me through that.
1: Well, the you know it's funny because uh, I've also been in the ministry for a long time, and uh, so that's kind of it's it's always weird when you. Speak in front of people, or you you kind of put yourself out there. It's it's not something that you really necessarily are good at or want to do, but it's necessary. Um, I think you know we weren't created to be by ourselves on an island. Um, we we were created for community, and the more we involve ourselves in community, the more more cool things happen. And so I you know it has stretched me because I could. You know, I also hunt and fish and I could just, I could literally be in the woods all day and, and enjoy that time, you know, but uh, that's not growing my business and it's not growing my my relationships. So I've actually had to kind of step out of my box a little bit. And I'm finding though that the more I do that, the easier it becomes. And, um, you know, so I've kind of turned into, I've heard you on podcasts say before you were called the eBay guy and now you're the Amazon guy. Well, that's the, you know, they, they kind of call me that too. And so I get a lot of people asking me questions. And so that opens itself up for creating new relationships. And so those relationships have really enriched my life and my family's life. Give me an example of how the the
0: Amazon business specifically has forced you out of your introvert shell.
1: Well, a prime example would be, you know, I see a product in a store, I'm buying this product on a regular basis. And I'm like, you know what? They're out of stock or I, I'd like to get more or I'd like to get a different item or whatever. So I started talking to the, uh, the store managers. Uh, I had a store manager. I helped a lady once. Th- I was in a grocery store and there was a, a sweet old lady that kind of come by me and she needed something on the top shelf. And I said, hey, can I get that for you? And she said, sure. Well, a manager was walking by and uh, he's like, man, I need to hire you. And, uh, and I said, well, you know, he said, he said, uh, he said, I see you in here a lot. What are you doing? Uh, cause I always see you with your phone. And I just, I just told him, I said, Hey, you know, I'm a, an e-commerce seller. And, uh, I said, I buy a lot of products here and that turned into a relationship. And so now, you know, that relationship is, uh, is ongoing. He'll text me or call me or, you know, whenever I'm in the store and they'll say, Hey, we got more of this, check this out. Is this something you can sell? And so that's kind of how it's, uh, you know, it's been beneficial to me. Um, yeah. A lot of example. neat opportunities like that. Yeah. Great
0: example. Yeah. I can't tell you the number of times I'm six, two. So, you know, that's on the higher end of the scale. And the number of times I'm in a store and I can just see the look in people's eyes. And I, I always say, tall guys, never mind reaching on the top shelf. What, how can I help you out with something? And they'll just laugh and like, yeah, oh, that'd be so great. Could you? Cause they're just looking up and looking around and like, how am I going to get that down? You can just see it.
1: <laughs> That's right. Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. A small example, but you're exactly right. I mean, it, that translates into more money, and it's not that we that, that there's anything bad with being an introvert by any means. But there's never an excuse to be shy. There's never an excuse not to serve well or to notice people around you, speak kindly into their life. You know, the only difference, my favorite definition of the difference between introvert and extrovert, see if you agree with this, Bruce, is as introverts, we get tired when we're around a group of people. Eventually, we wear out and we need to recharge. As an extrovert, you get charged up being around a group of people and you want to do it again as soon as it's over, right? That's really the difference. But the way we behave around others, our ability to be polite, to be kind, to start a conversation, to engage in meaningful dialogue with the people around us, Right. That should all be pretty much, you know, people can't tell if we're an introvert or extrovert because we control, That's right. we get to control our decisions in those environments.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Most people that, that know me, they, would, you know, they would say, oh, you're not an introvert, you know, because yeah. you're right. We do interact with people the same way. I just, uh, schedule time for myself and you were right. You do, you do kind of wear out a little bit. So I just schedule time for myself to have, you know, kind of some me time, whether I'm in the woods, uh, you know, scouting deer or what, you know, I just, I enjoy that time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And there are a lot of introverts. It's, it's kind of funny at our events when we all get together the first couple of times, you could just kind of feel you're in a room with a bunch of people who kind of feel a little uncomfortable being around a big group of people. (laughs) Right. It turns into feeling like you're a fun summer camp within about two hours and everyone's just kind of enjoying it. But at the end, the first couple of times we did that, I'm remembering. I fell on my face at the end of that event and slept for like 24 hours straight. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. It just absolutely. exhausted me.
1: And nobody uh, knows. Yeah. In a beautiful
0: way. <laughs> yeah. But no, You know, I have people like, no, you're not an introvert, Jim. You're always like, oh, that's, I've had to learn to do these things. I've had to force myself into something that doesn't come naturally to me, which is part of success in business. And you've hit on that theme already. Right. Um, Hey, we'll get back to the show in just a moment, but I want to tell you about a way to save a nice chunk of change on all your online shopping and in-store shopping by using discounted gift cards. We've got a new sponsor on the program with a free report they want to give you, no strings attached. Go to silentgem.com slash gift cards. That's silentgem.com slash gift cards. One word. It's in the show notes as well, that link. What they do is they put together a report that shows you all the places you can go to get great discounted gift cards. And they also offer the service themselves, selling gift cards to many online sellers, our community included. So it's a pleasure to bring them on board as a sponsor. Again, the link one more time, silentgym.com slash gift cards for that free special report. Let's get back to the show. I've had to learn to do these things. I've had to force myself into something that doesn't come naturally to me, which is part of success in business. And you've hit on that theme already. Right. Um, Well, talk about your business just a little bit and what business model are you following? How's it going? Talk us through that a little bit. Uh, what any, any strategies maybe to share with folks? Because, you know, like I mentioned in the introduction, you're one of our new coaches on the team and uh, we're excited for that for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited too. And you know, when I started this, uh, it was just kind of half-hearted. I had heard about some people that were making really good money on Amazon. And I didn't, I didn't believe it. I didn't, I didn't really get how that worked. And, uh, but I kind of tucked that the back of my mind. And then, you know, when, when I needed it, when things came up and I was like, you know what, this is something maybe I should look into. I actually, you know, just kind of looked around, you know, how sometimes you get gifts, uh, that you never use, or, you know, I just had stuff laying around the house. And so I, I said, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to make it happen. My first shipment, I actually had to watch a, a YouTube video and pause it, do this step, pause it, do another step. Cause it took me like six hours to send my first shipment in. But um, it, when it got there about a week later, you know, my phone started making this noise that I'd never heard before. And I looked at it and I was like, holy cow, this stuff's selling. And so it was that was the aha moment. I'm like, this actually works. And so, uh, so I put a little bit more time into it, but I was doing like retail arbitrage. And for me, that was really hard to, to keep sustainable. And so I was always on the search. I was always on the hunt. And, uh, you know, and that's, although that's fun and I still do that some when I'm, you know, in a store and there's something on clearance. And I always tell myself, uh, you know, hey, I'm going to make 10 bucks on this. Why wouldn't I? You know, so I grab it. But, um, I eventually actually last January, I really got into the Replans model. I heard heard on podcasts, you guys talking about that. And I'm like, you know what, I'm going to try this out. And uh, when it clicked, man, it really clicked. And Replans has been kind of my bread and butter and it's just done really well. So yeah, I'm excited about uh, that and to see how I can continue to grow that because I, I grew pretty quickly once I started the Replans model. And uh, eventually, you know, we'll do private label maybe and We'll uh, learn how to create some bundles and stuff like that. But uh, for right now, it's just easy for us. We walk into the grocery store. I take my little girl a lot of times with me. We're in and out, man. I know exactly what I'm getting. And it's just the same old boring items that, you know, every every day use items. But uh, yep. I'm in and out and I come home, I ship it out and then I can get on with the rest of my day.
0: Yeah. So you're still a, a one man, one and a half, let's say you're nine year olds <laughs> One
1: One and a half. That's right. Yeah. We're, um, to we're looking operation. to bring some people on. I've got a couple of people in mind that I think uh, would, you know, be blessed and, ben- and benefit from this. And then potentially they, you know, they might want to do it too. That would be up to them. But I think we'll probably have to bring some people on board soon.
0: Yeah, in order to grow. Yeah, and one of the things, you know, one of our coaches introduced this model. But Abe McMahon, I'm going to have him on as a guest again here within the next few weeks of this episode because he's got some cool stuff rocking. His business is really growing. He's got shoppers all over the country that sell on his account. Cool arrangement. Yeah. So as you start training people and like, I wouldn't mind doing this myself. It's like, all right, let's grow this together. You know, I've got the benefit of an account that already has momentum. I've already hit a lot of the little speed bumps. Stay on my team. Let's make some money together. So they're out finding new ASIMs and doing research and logging. They're all logging into the same account and sharing the benefits. So to get the benefit of that synergy in an established account, rather than starting off green, it's a pretty cool model. So, That's as your, well, it's just, you know, for the listeners today who are thinking, ah, it might be time to grow," I, I don't know if I want to train my future potential competition. So, I'm going to kind of hire people of low ambition. No, hire ambitious people and figure out a way to make money together. I would suggest that route instead. Right. Um, yeah, it's a it's a cool model. So, your routine sounds like you're mostly. Retail arbitrage style sourcing meaning. You know, well, I don't like calling it RA because people think you're scanning barcodes, which is right. fine. To hit the clearance aisle, you walk by, see some interesting things. Yeah, go grab those twenty dollars bills. That's cool. But the replens is boring, like you said. I love that word in association with this model. Right. It really. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, it's so, still yeah. fun though. It's uh, it's boring, but it's still fun because oh, you yeah. know it's gonna it's gonna you know continue. It, it's a beautiful it's, system. Uh, the money's there. It's, it's you know, when I walk into a store, I don't see products. I just see a $5 bill or a $10 bill, or, you know, and so that's kind of, and it's, <laughs> right. and it's legal. I can do it. It's, you know, it's kind of weird.
0: But Yeah, that's, you're absolutely yeah. right. You just see potential great ASINs sitting there and the faster you can attach, attach a dollar figure to, to them, the faster your business grows. So you build a system yeah. to figure out the winners and the losers, red lights and green lights on every shelf, right? That's right. Yeah. So, do you do any online sourcing at all?
1: I do, yeah. And there's, uh, I have some unique ways that I do that. I, I just, um, I, I'll go online uh, to a store that has uh, an actual, you know, store where you can look at products, and uh, and I'll actually scan the computer screen. Uh, I'll just scan the pictures on the computer screen, and then sometimes that takes you down a rabbit trail, uh, which leads to you know other products. I have a few wholesalers that I deal with. And then, um, so I do some RA, uh, which is the retail arbitrage. I do some online arbitrage and then I have some, you know, uh, wholesale, uh, accounts that I deal with. And, uh, so I'm trying to lean more toward that because there's more margin there. And so, um, you know, I'd like to do a little bit better margin. And so that's, that's kind of, uh, our whole system.
0: Gotcha. Now you, you just said, and I know what you meant, but, some people are scratching their heads right now over something you just said i anticipate you just scan the screen talk me through that when you're looking at a product in a store and you scan the screen what do you mean by that
1: yeah like if if i'm on a, a website maybe it's um walmart for example i'll just uh, i'll type in you know maybe this, it's the store brand uh the picture comes up i'll scan the picture and then with your smartphone. you know with my smartphone yeah and then automatically i've got you know there's 10 listings there and i can just uh, look at which one's more profitable yeah. for me so, so you,
0: you're using the amazon seller app and one of the features in there is you can point it at any item or a picture of an item and right. it tries to find it in the catalog
1: right yeah it doesn't always work but i would say about 98% of the time it works you can yeah. you can scan a picture on your computer mm-hmm. and so or, or it finds yeah.
0: something similar and like you said it sends you down a rabbit trail of Exactly. Potential lessons. Yeah. There's a uh, video that I recorded, Bruce, just for the listeners' sake, that kind of goes along the same theme. If people are thinking, you know, how can I look at an item on Amazon and know if it's a winner or not? It's a free video at the top of our Facebook group. There's a link at silentgym.com to join our Facebook group if you're not in there yet. It's about a 20 minute video that shows you how I sit down. I'm showing you my screen on my computer, scrolling down on amazon.com. I'm not logged in at all. I've just got a couple plugins that I use very inexpensive tools that help me identify the winners and the losers as I'm bouncing around. So even sometimes when I get sit down a bunny trail, that's different than the one I thought I was trying to go down. You'll stumble across profitable items, profitable ASINs is what you're looking for, right? Um, There's a little helpful tip. Go look for that 20 minute video. It's at the top. It's in the featured section of My Silent Team. There's a little brown piece of paper with a little piece of tape on it. In the picture, it says 99% of all sellers should start with replans. It's a 20-minute video. Go watch it. If this sounds intriguing to you as a listener, we'd love for you to, to get a little education on how this all works. Well, something else you mentioned to me, Bruce, as a topic of possible interests that I think is a good one for us to hit is how this is kind of forcing you to become a bit more organized and that's not necessarily in your personality. Talk me through that.
1: Yeah, that's right. I it, it drives my wife crazy. Um, she's kind of used to it now, but I've always been. I don't know. I mean, I'm 51 years old, so when I, I was growing up, they didn't have you know a title for it. But I would assume that uh, I'm ADHD. So I was never diagnosed, but that's me, man. I am I am all right brain, no left brain, and um, you know just uh, kind of recently learned that that my right brain is the creativity side and the side that just wants to get after it and the the left side of my brain is the is the you know side that needs to be organized and I just don't have that so I've had to uh really you know force myself to I write a lot of lists sometimes I lose the lists but I write a lot of lists and I look at you know what I need to do for the day and kind of check things off and uh so uh yeah it's it's really forced me to uh you know, come up with a system, which I didn't have before. When I first started Amazon, it was just called kind of all over the place. But I've set up my garage so that, you know, everything's in place. I have bags and packing tape and, you know, my computer and my scale and everything that I need right there so I can just grab it. And that in and of itself has just been a game changer. So I know that I need to be more efficient. And so I'm continuing to try to grow in that and so and amazon's kind of forced me to do that especially you know being a new coach i'm going to be held accountable right so and i say that because you know i, I kind of set myself up i know that if i'm like when i'm i was teaching students and youth these guys if, if i don't know what i'm talking about or if i'm not organized they're going to know it so that's kind of forced me to say okay i need to I need to get the left side of the brain working and and, uh, and make sure that i'm i'm giving good information and good content to people so yeah, i like what you um, just yeah, said there
0: i think one of the best tests of your ability to communicate effectively and, and and teach a point and make it interesting and hold the attention of your audience is to be a youth leader
1: <laughs> right right yeah if you can do <laughs> yeah, that because they rewrite through you man
0: <laughs> oh yeah it, yeah you'll lose them in a heartbeat and they will let you know it
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely they're like wait wait that's not right yeah <laughs>
0: So, uh, but three weeks ago, you you said this, and you know, that's
1: right. Yeah, they're not
0: afraid to say it. No, yeah, that's good training for this. Well, you know, you you talked about ADHD. Interestingly enough, I mean, I didn't have this on the agenda today, but I just yesterday was talking to a professional in the counseling arena about that uh, because I'd heard that we're really starting to struggle as a culture with even defining what ADHD even is because. We used to think we knew what it was and we weren't sure. Now we're sure we don't know. That's where we've kind of drifted (laughs) over 30 years because uh, we're all so distracted now. We've lost our ability. And this is something you can measure in a laboratory, of course, is our ability to focus. And across all demographics, all ages, income levels, education levels, however however you want to look at the data, we are all across the board losing our ability to focus. For extended periods of time on meaningful work, that's not good. And right. you know, tie it back to the obvious: smartphones and social media. Really, I mean, you eliminate sure. those two, and you've eliminated the issue. But those aren't going anywhere anytime soon. But learning how to be disciplined in spite of those—it's a challenge for all of us, for sure. So, I—I I think all of us can ex- at times <laughs> maybe self-diagnose ourselves with some kind of attention deficit disorder of some kind. It's like, did I really just spend an hour on? Facebook and I did. Right. Like, what, right. What just happened? Yeah. <laughs> am, I a, well, am I a horrible person? You need discipline. And the thing I like about this business model, like you pointed out, Bruce, is it, it kind of forces that. There's things you got to do every day. None of it's super, it's not a 90 hour week thing. You don't have to do it that way, but it forces you. There's things that have to be done. You've got to have a routine. You got to have a system. You got to have your supplies, forces that focus in a healthy way. That's cool that you pointed that out.
1: Yeah, that's been really beneficial because, you know, I mean, I still really don't work this business uh, that much. I probably work, uh, you know, a, a good focus 20 hours a week, maybe, but I can get so much done in that 20 hours. It just, it blows my mind. Before, when I was working 90 hours a week, it was, you know, gosh, maybe six or seven hours. And so, if you do something every day, I've found, and you do it consistently, no matter how much time you put in it, if you do it consistently, it's going to pay off eventually. And so, uh, you know, obviously, the more time that you can put in and be consistent with that, it's, it's going to, you know, it's going to pay off greater. So, Yeah, there's a great book on that
0: topic, uh, The Compound Effect of just mm-hmm. making tiny incremental changes in the right direction. Just the, the most minuscule of improvements daily, you know, going from barely being able to walk around the block to running a marathon sounds right. impossible, but it's an example from that book, a re- an actual person who went from <laughs> unable to barely fit enough to walk once around the block to running multiple marathons annually. And at no point did she make a painful adjustment to her life. Right. Just incremental, tiny incremental. We just
1: kind of we work in the nooks and crannies of life. I read a book years ago that talked about nooks and crannies. So if you you know if you've got something you do that's you know mindless entertainment or whatever for fifteen or twenty minutes a day, and you replace that with something focused, that's a nook and cranny, you know. And so Mm -hmm. I I just looked. I had to, especially, and I I speak to the people that you know were just like me that that are working you know, 40, 50, 60 hours a week, I had to work Amazon in the nooks and crannies of life, but I did it consistently. And so whenever I had a few minutes that I didn't have to spend with family or didn't have to balance, I was working on Amazon and that that paid off. It really does. Great
0: analogy. Yeah, replace the negative habits with positive ones in tiny incremental ways. Another quote, I think it was from that same book that, that I think reinforces what we're talking about right now is, How we tend to, it's just human nature that we tend to dramatically overestimate what we can accomplish in a short period of time, like say a day or a week. We tend to dramatically exaggerate in our minds. Like you talked about your to do lists earlier, Bruce. Like you get up in the morning and I'm feeling good and you make that to do list of 15 items, you know? And then at the end of the day, you look and there's still 12 of them sitting there and you beat yourself up. It's like, I couldn't get to all of that in a day. What was I thinking? But right. just as much as we're incapable of tamping down what we think we can accomplish in a day, we underestimate what we can accomplish in a longer period of time, say six months or a year or five years. We underestimate right. our ability to make tiny incremental changes that again don't introduce any new pain or inconvenience into our life, nothing significant, but we completely right. dramatically change who we are and where we wind up these tiny little changes. And I love that Amazon was those tiny little changes for you. Just fitting it in the cracks here and there, giving yep. up maybe that deleting one of your favorite game apps and replacing that with time spent learning some new skills. Right.
1: And just learning to celebrate the the items that you did get checked off. I'm like, okay, you know, I had 10 items on my list today, but I got five of them. And so that was good. So tomorrow's a new day, God willing, and I'm going to get after it again. And then that's what you do.
0: That's good stuff. I have a feeling we might be motivating some people to, to move in the right direction. And that's that's what this is all about. Motivation, so, yeah. inspiration. Yeah. So, this
1: doable. <laughs> if it's doable for me, it's doable for anybody. <laughs> the yeah, number of I,
0: people who say that, it amazes yeah. me. No, I, I've never had anyone on the show that was like, well, you know, I'm pretty smart and, and pretty motivated. So just because I can do it <laughs> doesn't mean you can too. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no one ever says that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just a true it's statement. Only... We all... Go ahead. We all have uh, stuff that gets in our way, but you know, if, if we just uh, keep being persistent, just just I always tell people they're like, you know, what do I do? Especially with the way the world is right now, what am I going to do? I'm like, you're just going to get up and put one foot in front of the other and keep moving. Mm-hmm. And uh, as long as you keep moving, even if you get knocked down, just get back up, dust your pants off, and get back after it.
0: Yeah, Dude, and my as my dad always said, do the next right thing. It's like you don't have to figure out what you're going to do. The rest of the week, you're going to figure out what you're going to do right now. What's the next right thing? Are you going to make a bad choice or a good choice right now when you're right. in those rough spots? I oh, thought that was really good. I heard a pastor one time, and I'm not going to be as eloquent or motivating as when he, I heard him say it. It was a black preacher just, you know, kind of sweating and yelling into the microphone. But he yeah. said, when you get knocked down, make sure you land on your back.
1: Because <laughs> if you
0: land on your that's back, good. it means you can look up. And if you can look up, it means you can get up, right? Like, that's that's good. right.
1: That's good that's stuff. Good.
0: Wow. Well, this is this is good stuff, man. It's good hanging out with you a little bit. Was there anything else on your list uh, that you wanted to to mention today? We went through a pretty good checklist of topics today. I think I think the listeners have definitely benefited. But what, what else is on your mind?
1: I think I just want to, you know, like I said, encourage people. It's probably a lot of people just like me. I listened to the podcast forever before I actually did anything, and um, I think we can like overanalyze stuff. And so everybody thinks, man, I got to get, I got to get all this stuff, you know, learned before I can move forward. Just, you know, get in there and, and get, you know, roll your sleeves up and get some work done. And, um, and it'll start. I think that's kind of been the theme of our conversation. It'll start to happen. And as you see it happen, then you're like, okay, well, that happened. I know I can do, I can do more now. And so, uh, you know, then that makes us become more focused. So. I think there's just a lot of people that think I can't do that, or I don't have time, but we really do. Uh, if we kind of step back and look at, you know, how we spend our time throughout the day, we've got time to do it. And so I hope that could be an encouragement to someone.
0: Yeah. And I would even say, can you afford not to? <laughs> the right. way the world is changing. And yeah. in, in, I bring on some of these single moms, the true heroes of our community, you know, several kids homeschooling their kids and just crazy schedule. And they're running a wildly successful online business. How do you yeah. do that? Well, you know, discipline, schedule, there's a lot of time in a day to make positive progress on, on, on projects. And, uh, and I'm always amazed at the, the resourcefulness of this community and ways they come up with to find ways to, you know, fill in those little margins with positive yeah. progress been a very encouraging episode today, Bruce. I appreciate, uh, appreciate your time. And I, I'd love seeing another dad get to come home, man. I know what that feels like. And congratulations on that, man. It's such a blessing.
1: Thank you. Absolutely. I appreciate you letting me talk.
0: Yeah. Well, it, 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 it was really time well spent, man. So I'm going to talk to the listeners for just a minute as we start to wrap this one up. Hopefully you enjoyed this one and benefited in many ways. I know I did And I'm just excited that we continue to grow and expand our leadership team with great guys like Bruce. seems like we're adding a coach or two every every week right now, uh, just out of necessity, which is a good problem to have. It just means what we're teaching is working and lives are being changed. People are finding financial freedom in new and creative ways on Amazon specifically, but in all of e-commerce, we've got coaches that can help you with just about any aspect of your business. So give us a call, look us up, Book a scheduled appointment if you'd like. We've even got a phone number. You can text us if you prefer that. You can go to silentgym.com. You'll see a few links there. One is our free Facebook group. Another one is all the podcast episodes. Maybe you haven't heard very many yet. You should check those out. And lastly is our coaching program. If you want to jump in and work one-on-one with a great guy like Bruce or one of the other members of our team, I think you'll find a link to our Proven Amazon course on that page as well, provenamazoncourse.com. It's the only course you'll ever need. If you're trying to grow a business on Amazon, we have everything from brand new content to people with seven-figure businesses that want to tweak their systems and learn some new skills and improve and diversify their income strategies with Amazon. It's all in there. It's just-in-time learning instead of just-in-case learning, meaning you don't have to learn at all just in case you need it someday. We give you right what you need exactly when you need it. So that's the way the course is set up. So jump in and benefit from that for just 29 bucks a month, provenamazoncourse.com. But with that, I think I'm going to thank our guest and call this a day. Bruce, again, my friend, thank you, sir, for joining us today. Yes, sir. Thank you. Good hanging out with you and to all the listeners, the business building warriors, we're in your corner. God bless you. We hope to have you back again real soon on our next episode. You know, more good stuff has come and so many good success stories to share. Can't wait to do it with you next time. We'll talk to you then. Hey, before I let you go, one last reminder about an easy way to save money on every purchase you make online or in stores by using discounted gift cards. There's a free special report that's been set up by our latest sponsor, Arbitrage Card. You can get this report. tells you how to go find these great discounted cards. Go to silentgym.com slash gift cards. That's silentgym.com slash gift cards, all one word. The link is in the show notes as well. Go grab that report. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine
1: Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.